All right. Once again, thank you so much for your patience. You are in the right place for the Progressive Care Shareholder Conference Call and Business Update today, December 7th, 2020. Before we get started, let me read to you the cautionary statement regarding forward-looking statements. This can also be found by bringing up the company's ticker symbol, OTCQB, and then the ticker symbol is RX. MD. Statements contained herein that are not based upon current or historical fact are forward-looking in nature and constitute forward-looking statements within the meaning of Section 27A of the Securities Act of 1933 and Section 21E of the Securities Exchange Act of 1934. Such forward-looking statements reflect the company's expectations about its future operating results, performance, and opportunities that involve substantial risk and uncertainties. These statements include, but are not limited to statements regarding the intended terms of any offering, closing of that offering, and use of proceeds from the offering. When used herein, the words anticipate, believe, estimate, upcoming, plan, target, intend, and expect, and similar expressions as they relate to Progressive Care Incorporated. Its subsidiaries or its management are intended to identify such forward-looking statements. These forward-looking statements are based on information currently available to the company and are subject to a number of risks, uncertainties, and other factors that could cause the company's actual results, performance, prospects, and opportunities to differ materially from those expressed in or implied by these forward-looking statements. I'm your host of the call today, Stuart Smith from smallcapvoice.com. I will be joined by Chairman and CEO of Progressive Care, Alan J. Weisberg, Cecile Munich, the CFO, Chief Financial Officer of the company, and Bob Bedwell, Director of Administrative Services. I want to thank everyone for sending in their questions in advance. We have presented the company with those questions, and I will now turn the floor over to Jay Weisberg, CEO and Chairman of Progressive Care, for his opening statements. Jay, the call is yours. Hello. Thank you, Stuart. Good afternoon, and welcome to our investor conference call. I'm Alan J. Weisberg. Chairman of the Board and CFO of Progressive Care. I go by Jay, and you will constantly hear everybody mentioning Jay, not Allen. We are pleased to host this call for the purpose of providing our investors with updated information about recent company events, as well as our upcoming special shareholders meeting on December 14th, in which we are asking our shareholders to approve several voting matters that are very important to the future of our company. We will also provide responses to a number of questions that were submitted by investors in advance of this conference call. Topic areas for these questions include the recent filing of a registration statement with the Securities and Exchange Commissions, or the SEC, requests for further information about the voting matters in the proxy statement, including an explanation for why the company is requesting shareholder approval for a reverse stock split and various other matters, such as an update on the MyApps partnership. 
you have recently received a, pro- a copy of the proxy statement, either through U.S. mail or transmitted to you electronically. We ask that you review the proxy statement very carefully. We believe that the proxy statement provides all the information that you will need to make an informed decision about the voting matters. The purpose of this confidential conference call is to provide you with some further information which we hope will enable you to vote yes to approve each of these matters. Our Director of Administrative Services, Bob Bidwell, will discuss this with you in further detail. We will also discuss on this call the registration statement with the SEC. We elected confidential treatment for the registration statement filing. Our Chief Financial Officer, Cecile Milnick, will provide a description of the S-1 registration process. So let me turn over this portion of the conference call to Cecile and Bob. We hope that this call will provide you with the information necessary for an understanding of the importance of the voting matters included in the proxy and to make an informed decision as to how to vote. Our board recommends that you vote yes on each matter. If you have already voted and you voted no, and after this call you decide to change your vote, Bob will provide you with the process in which you can change your votes. Uh, Bob, um, I'm I'm sorry, Cecile, uh, you want to discuss the registration statement? Yes. Thank you, Jay. Um, good afternoon, everyone. As mentioned, my name is Cecile Menek, and I'm the CFO of Progressive Care. We've received several questions on the S-1 and the process, so I would like to explain this a little further. As mentioned in our press release on December 2nd, we announced that on November 9th, we confidentially submitted a draft registration statement on Form S-1 to the Securities and Exchange Commission. Following the filing of the S-1, the SEC completes its review and sends comments back to the company regarding the disclosures. The company is then required to file an amendment to the initial S-1. That includes a response letter to the SEC's comments. The SEC will then review the amended registration statement and response letter and will furnish the company with additional comments if necessary. This can be a lengthy process which can continue until the SEC is satisfied that its disclosure requirements are fulfilled. I'm going to let um, Bob discuss the stockholders' meeting and proxy now. Thank you, Cecile. My name is Bob Bedwell, and I'm the Director of Administrative Services here for Progressive Care and its subsidiary companies. I'm here to discuss with you a couple matters and, and to address some questions that were sent to us regarding the purpose for the stockholders' meeting, why we're holding a special stockholders' meeting here in December, as well as for... Um, the reasons for the various voting matters that are identified in the proxy that all of you have, uh, may have received uh, either by mail or electronically. The meeting that, uh, that I referenced there, the special stockholders meeting, will be held on December 14th virtually uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Monday, December 14, 2020. So this is a special meeting that we've scheduled to discuss a number of important matters that require shareholder approval before we can undertake them. Um, You'll need to pre-register with our transfer agent, and that transfer agent is Clear Trust, before 4 p.m. 
on December 11th if you'd like to attend the virtual meeting online. You can pre-register um, for that meeting, and you're required to pre-register for that meeting by visiting the following web address, www.cleartrustonline, all one word, cleartrustonline.com forward slash RXMD meeting, RXMD, our trading symbol, meeting, one word. www.cleartrustonline.com forward slash RXMD meeting. And there you'll find a, um, a form, an online form, to register uh, to attend the meeting. So the four matters that are being put to the shareholders for approval in this meeting are the following items. First, a shareholder approval is required to make and pass an amendment to our certificate of incorporation to allow our board of directors to effect a reverse stock split, that reverse stock split for our issued and outstanding common stock. The approval of that amendment, very important to keep this in mind, that the approval of that amendment will not lead to an immediate reverse stock split. Rather, the board will only affect the stock split once it's determined that we meet all of the listing requirements for a national stock exchange, such as the NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange. Okay, so that's the first matter. We'll talk a little bit further uh, in terms of a further explanation of the reverse split and the reasons for listing the ratios that we listed there in just a moment. Second matter that we have uh, for voting uh, in the uh, special uh, shareholders meeting is to approve an amendment to our certificate of corporation to opt out of a specific provision of the Delaware corporate law. Don't want to take too much time up in this meeting. This is meant to be more of an administrative correction to our certificate of incorporation to ensure that we comply with all of the provisions of Delaware corporate law. The third item is to approve uh, a stock incentive plan for progressive care. Um, we do, do not currently have such a plan, as with many other companies that adopt such plans. Purpose for providing for a stock incentive plan are twofold. One is to attract um, uh, uh, appropriate candidates for positions such as officer positions within the company, key uh, members of management and so forth. Many times it's very important to include in a, uh, a, a salary or compensation package to attract appropriate candidates a component relative to stock or equity in the company. It's a very commonplace uh, item to include in compensation packages uh, today. Second is, is to award uh, performance uh, to provide uh, for um, our current employees and for such things as performance uh, and, and to incentivize our, our, our present employees to, again, drive performance and um, ensure that we continue to achieve all of the benchmarks necessary to keep our rating as a five-star pharmacy. All right, so two-fold purpose there. The main thing to keep in mind here is, is that, first of all, this stock incentive plan sets aside a, a specific number of shares of authorized common stock. Those shares, 75 million shares, are, are pre 
uh, split shares, meaning that once the reverse stock split occurs, then that 75 million shares will then be affected by whatever the ratio of the reverse stock split. Second, there is no intention for um, the company, the board of directors, to award any of those shares within the stock incentive plan to current management. So there have been, uh, despite, you know, there's some questions that, uh, that we've received regarding that from investors, and we want to make it clear that there are no plans to do such awards. So these are, uh, the, the stock incentive plan is meant to be prospective. It, uh, it, 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 uh, the shares will most likely not be issued in any particular block or any uh, you know, lump sum type of award, but rather this is meant to be prospective for future employees and to incentivize uh, performance from our current employees. Final matter is to approve the adjournment of the special meeting, and what this will do is, is this will allow us to continue to solicit additional proxies if there are not sufficient votes in favor of each of the three uh, voting matters that, that I've just described. So let's talk about the, the main item there, which, uh, which uh, is the source of many of the questions that we received that we would like to address in this call which is an explanation of the reverse split and the reasons for why we're asking the shareholders, our shareholders, to approve an amendment to our certificate of incorporation. Quite frankly, the reverse split is meant to accomplish what we have been describing as our business plan and our future objectives in many of our previous discussions in earnings calls and so forth with our investors. And that is ultimately to complete and uplist to a national stock exchange. As some of you may be aware, there are a number of different listing requirements that need to be met by a company that wishes to report and to list its stock on a national stock exchange. One of these items in, involves what is called a minimum bid price of the company's stock. So for example, if we were to uplist with NASDAQ, NASDAQ has essentially a minimum bid price of company stock that would be, uh, would be needed to be uh, met uh, in order to be able to uplist to NASDAQ. That dollar amount is $3. That's the minimum bid price of the company stock. Our plan is we would like to have a, a minimum price, a stock price or a, a bid price much higher than that $3 minimum price. It's important to have some cushion in terms of being able to maintain our listing on NASDAQ. So our plans are what we're shooting for. Our objective is to get our stock price to around $5 per share. So the ratio in terms of the reverse split, the reason why we've listed a range of ratios between 1 for 20 to 1 for 300 is that, quite frankly, we need to set and, and give our board of directors some cushion there in terms of what is needed in terms of that ratio in order for us to accomplish the minimum bid price to meet that uplisting or listing requirement for a national stock exchange. So we will aim, the board of directors will aim to use or utilize the lowest possible ratio that we can use in order to achieve that minimum bid price. 
So, for example, if our share prices are at $0.10 cents at the time that we are looking to uplist, we would need to have a 1 for 50 uh, reverse split ratio in order to be able to accomplish the $5 bid price as our goal. So that is the main reason for the reverse split is to meet the objectives of our business plan that we've been outlining for our shareholders for quite some time. That's the strategy behind the reverse stock split, is to meet one of those uplist uh, listing requirements, and that is at minimum bid price. Okay. The reason for the range is, is that our stock has been trading, as you know, at, at various prices over the last several months. So we're not quite sure what our common stock price, our bid price, will be at the time of the uplist. So we need to have some flexibility in terms of that ratio in order to be able to achieve the minimum bid price that we desire in order to be able to uplist to NASDAQ. Once we meet all the listing requirements for a national stock exchange, it's really up to the exchange itself to determine whether or not we, in fact, will uh, be able to list our stock on that stock exchange. So we've uh, completed and filed the necessary applications uh, to, um, uh, to list on a national stock exchange, but we cannot guarantee that the stock exchanges will approve our applications. So the best we can do is to meet all of the listing requirements and, and uh, submit our applications for acceptance into a national stock exchange. The timeline for the uplist is, is obviously we would like to have this accomplished as quickly as possible. But as I said, there's a number of different things that needed to be uh, completed, as well as the applications, the um, uh, shareholder acceptance of the reverse split, the eff effectiveness of our, um, of our uh, registration statement with the SEC are a number of things that we need to accomplish in order to achieve our business plan and complete our business plan, which includes uplisting to a national stock exchange. The problem is, is that the recent stock declines in our, uh, in our, in our stock price complicate that, um, that process a little bit. What are some of those reasons from our viewpoint, from our observation? There's a couple different things that are driving the recent stock decline. Uh, one uh, shareholder questioned whether or not we're feeling any effect from uh, Amazon in entering the pharmacy market. We believe, quite frankly, that uh, the entrance of, of Amazon into the pharmacy market may actually provide some benefit to us from the standpoint of their needing to perhaps uh, achieve the logistical um, requirements that they would need in order to be able to um, uh, dispense and, and, uh, and fill prescriptions. So it's going to be difficult for them, at least in the short run, to compete with us, at least here in the markets that we serve here, until they achieve um, those logistical requirements in terms of filling prescriptions. In terms of the, the other effect, in terms of stock decline, quite frankly, we believe that a lot of the selling activity that has occurred um, has, has had, obviously, um, a, di uh, a downward effect on our, on our um, stock price. So part of the reason for this discussion here is to try to give you some transparency in terms of our recent uh, actions. 
Finally, from uh, there was one question that we received in terms of, okay, well, from the standpoint of the reverse split and all of what you're trying to achieve, what, uh, how does that benefit me as a shareholder? And that's a very good question. What is in it for our shareholders? And the, 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 uh, the obvious advantage here is, is that up to this point, we have had a lack of access to conventional finance markets. Much of the dilutive effects that have been felt by our shareholders up to this point have been the effects from the um, financing that we've had to rely upon from alternative finance markets. Many of those financing vehicles have created what's generally termed to be a toxic effect or what's, what's generally termed toxic debt in terms of the conversion of the debt service into common stock, which has the dilutive effect on our common stock price. By uplisting to a national market, we believe this is going to give us more access to conventional financing to be able to achieve some of our other goals and objectives in our business plan. Again, many of those that we've outlined to you in past conversations. So what we're trying to do here is, is to enhance stockholder value, remove our reliance up to this point on alternative finance markets to toxic debt that have had up to this point dilutive effects on our shareholders. This will also give us access to new investors who up to this point maybe have not uh, felt that our investment is, is, uh, is the best option for them by trading on an over-the-counter market. Trading on the National Stock Exchange by, like NASDAQ or the New York Stock Exchange now will give us uh, access to conventional uh, financing opportunities that we have not been able to avail ourselves up to this point. So I hope that provides you with a little bit more background in terms of why we are asking our shareholders to approve this amendment regarding the reverse split. We also hope that that gives you a little bit more information about uh, the voting matter regarding our stockholder, our, our stock incentive plan. So now I'm going to turn this conversation back to Cecile, and we'll talk to you about several of the other matters uh, in terms of um, some questions that we received from shareholders on some other matters. Cecile? Oh, I'm so sorry. It looks like I pressed the wrong button. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, so thank you. I was saying thank you, Bob, um, for that um, thorough update. We do appreciate that. Now I'm going to um, go back and address some, address some of the other questions that we've received, which um, relate to my apps, the pharmacy move, and adding some directors. First, I would like to discuss where we are with my apps and what has been going on there. We continue to work closely with MyApps to enhance our clear metrics, data analytics, and data management services. In late November, we've started working with the MyApps developers to develop a clear metrics offering that will enable us to provide a digital platform for the 340B covered entities. This project is currently well underway, and we anticipate having it complete by the end of the first quarter in 2021. The calling doctor integration is going as anticipated, and we are in the process of establishing a relationship with the practice to enter into a collaboration agreement with, with PharmCo so we can start offering telemedicine visits. 
Farmco is currently licensed in 14 states and accredited, accredited by Legit Script, which gives us the e-commerce ability, and our goal is to be ultimately listed in all 50 states. Um, to go on to the pharmacy move, we're very excited to announce that we um, the move from our 901 North Miami Beach location is currently in progress, and we anticipate to have it completed before the end of the year. With regards to um, adding um, directors, we have to add one additional independent director. Um, once we make the decision, we will issue a press release with all the information. This, I believe, concludes the answers to most of the significant questions that we have received. And um, I hope that we were able to address any um, concerns that you had. I'm going to return the call back to Jay for some final comments. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Cecile. Thank you, Bob. This ends the Q&A section of our call, Stuart. All right. Thank you for that, Jay. Any closing thoughts or comments for those on the call today? I'd like to uh, thank everybody for joining us on the conference call, which we hope has provided you with the information necessary to make an informed decision as to the voting matters to be approved in the upcoming special shareholder meeting next Monday. We believe it is in the best interest of the company, as well as its shareholders, to vote yes on each of the four items in the proxy. We will continue to do our part in driving exceptional performance results that will reflect favorably on our shareholder value, as well as provide a better source for the company of future investor capital with which we will carry out our business plan to create a diversified healthcare company. Um, that's my concluding remarks, Stuart. Thank everybody for joining us. I want, I, yeah, I wanted to wish everybody a happy holiday. We're in the holiday season. We hope to communicate with a lot of people December 14th, but if we don't speak with you, have a wonderful holidays. All right. Well, that concludes our call today. Once again, thank you for everyone that joined us and also who sent in their questions. Please continue to email in your questions and have a wonderful rest of your week.